This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. You're listening to TechCrunch Startups. Today's story is brought to you by Deloitte, helping companies seize their moment. Deloitte's IPO execution services help companies prepare for their IPO. From planning through execution, Deloitte offers end-to-end support and a personalized approach. Deloitte.com slash US slash IPO dash COE. Solo.io wants to bring order to service meshes with centralized management hub. By Ron Miller. As containers and microservices have proliferated, a new kind of tool called the service mesh has developed to help manage and understand interactions between services. While Kubernetes has emerged as the clear container orchestration tool of choice, there's much less certainty in the service mesh market. Solo.io today announced a new open-source tool called Service Mesh Hub designed to help companies manage multiple service meshes in a single interface. It's early days for the service mesh concept, but there are already multiple offerings, including Istio, Linkerd, and Envoy. While the market sorts itself out, it requires a new set of tools, a management layer, so that developers and operations can monitor and understand what's happening inside the various service meshes they're running. Idit Levine, founder and CEO at Solo, says she formed the company because she saw an opportunity to develop a set of tooling for a nascent market. Since founding the company in 2017, it's developed several open-source tools to fill that service mesh tool vacuum. Levine says that she recognized that companies would be using multiple service meshes for multiple situations and that not every company would have the technical capabilities to manage this. That's where the idea for the service mesh hub was born. It's a centralized place for companies to add the different service mesh tools they're using, understand the interactions happening within the mesh, and add extensions to each one from a kind of extension app store. Solo wants to make adding these tools a simple matter of pointing and clicking. While it obviously still requires a certain level of knowledge about how these tools work, it removes some of the complexity around managing them. The reason we created this is because we believe Service Mesh is something big and we want people to use it and we feel it's hard to adopt right now. We believe by creating that kind of framework or platform, it'll make it easier for people to actually use it, Levine told TechCrunch. The vision is that eventually companies will be able to add extensions to the store for free or even at some point for a fee, and it's through these paid extensions that the company will be able to make money. She recognized that some companies will be creating extensions for internal use only, and in those cases, they can add them to the hub and mark them as private, and only that company can see them. For every abstraction, it seems, there's a new set of problems to solve. The service mesh is a response to the problem of managing multiple services. It solves three key issues, according to Levine. 
It allows a company to route the microservices, have visibility into them to see logs and metrics of the mesh, and to provide security to manage which services can talk to each other. Levine's company is a response to the issues that have developed around understanding and managing the service meshes themselves. She says she doesn't worry about a big company coming in and undermining her mission because she says they're too focused on their own tools to create a set of Uber management tools like these. But that doesn't mean the company wouldn't be an attractive acquisition target. So far, the company has taken more than $13 million in funding, according to Crunchbase data. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.